Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting across America. We're here. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room. He and his wife are trying No Parenting Sunday, but we don't think they'll do it for the entire month of May. I tried. And there he is, Eddie, everybody. <laughs> Guys, I love sunflower seeds, especially this dill pickle flavor one. Like, so, so good. Well, my kids were having a doubleheader baseball game, which meant it was going to be a four-hour thing at the baseball park. So I got my little camping chair, got my seeds out. I didn't realize by the end of the second game, I had eaten the entire bag of sunflower seeds. Dude, I was going to throw up. Like, I felt sick, nauseous and sick. Did you throw up? No, I was just not. When I stood up, I got real nauseous. And I'm assuming that pickle flavor is artificial. Yeah, not real like vinegar. <laughs> right, because I've had yeah. them too. They're so but good. That's, and yes, you can just keep eating sunflower seeds because you're really not eating it a lot. You're just getting a lot of that. Salt. Yeah, that salt and then that whatever that artificial pickle flavoring in it is so good. Well, I was be so good for you. just into the game. Like, oh, that's a good pitch. And you're like, more seeds, more seeds. Before you knew it, I had the empty bag. I'm like, this is crazy. But did you have a pile of seeds around you too oh, where you're spitting it? Yeah, but I have my own designated area where I sit. So no one else is in that area. Do you clean it up afterward? Nah, it's, that's nature. That, no, that's not nature. Yeah, it's, it's a seed. You, what you do is you pile them and you push them into a cup. <laughs> it's not a. It's a pickle, artificially flavored pickle seed. Yeah, but the actual sunflower seed is a seed, yeah, and that comes from the earth. Biodegrade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slower, slower. Slow. It's like throwing a banana peel on the ground, though, right in a baseball game when everybody's walking. Dude, you don't do that, even though it does biodegrade. It still doesn't look good. Yeah, I should probably sweep that up. Maybe yeah. I'll go back later this week. Did your kids win? Uh, they won both games. Yeah, it was awesome. And you never got sick. No, I. I mean, I didn't throw up, but I felt. I did not feel good. He confessed how his family greets each other. Turns out he kisses them on the lips, including his mother. Here he is, Lunchbox. <laughs> I just want to give myself props. You guys always tell me, oh, you need to take time for the listeners. The listeners are what pay our bills. 
So I'm a celebrity out in the wild, and some listener, Kim Alexander, comes running up to me. Oh, you love it. You love it when someone approaches you because he's like, I can record this and show I'm famous. And let me just tell you guys, I mean, she was so excited to see me. So, you know, here's a little clip of me talking to her. Lunchbox, he's number one, baby. Bob Bone Show. What's your name? Kim Alexander. And say say hello to everybody. What do you want to say to everybody? Say hi to Bobby. What do you want to say to Bobby? Hey, Bobby. Glad you guys hung around. Remember in 2014 when you were scared y'all were going to get picked up and I told you you would? I knew you would. Okay, you're doing that. I am just saying, man. I, I took we didn't hear the pre. My feeling yeah. is he's like, hey, just really pump me up, really hype me up. I'm just saying that's where this clip started. I mean, that's when I saw her and I started recording. And I mean, big fan of the show. And look at me taking time for listeners. Props to me, guys. Look at him wow. taking time. Wow. Good job, oh, you're a real. Not all heroes wear capes. That's Some right. wearing the same hoodie over and over again. <laughs> she got a $70 parking ticket in a garage downtown. That's something that'll turn your smile into a frown. There she is, Amy, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my daughter got 15 demerits in one little incident. Uh, we didn't have demerits. Okay, well, Is that just normally like 15 you just strikes get like, or exes? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Normally yeah. you just get like one or two, but this is 15 at once. And it's because she wrote a Bible verse on her arm that she's supposed to have memorized for a test. And, oh, they thought she was cheating. Right. But she said she had on a she wrote it on her arm to study all day because the class was later and uh, she can just pull up her sleeve and study because she had on long sleeves. That's a great read. If she got caught, that's the best <laughs> well, excuse I've ever heard. Yeah, it's not bad. So, you know, I said, well, why not put it on a note card like a three by five? That's what we do. And she said, well, then I would have to keep up with the note card all day that's when I'm walking point. around. So I would like to just look at it. And she said that she was sitting on the front row and had on long sleeves and never pulled her sleeve up. So she didn't. Well, look then how'd, at her, they, how'd they know it was there? She didn't look at her arm during the test. After the test, at some point later, she changed She changed into a short sleeve or took off her sweatshirt or whatever, and then the verse was visible on her arm. Unfair. They can't catch her later. She should have said she wrote it after the test. Yeah. Right. Prove it. So I'm going to try to have a meeting to figure out exactly, like, did you see her pulling up her sleeve, looking at her arm? But she just was immediately sent to the dean office or whatever. And here's the thing. He was like, well, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But you can't write. You can't have answers to a test on your body. But you so, can celebrate by knowing you nailed an answer to a test by writing it after the test on your body. No rule against that. Well, yeah, but she already said she wrote it on earlier in the day to study. You got it recorded? I never said that. Yeah. I gaslight the crap out of her. <laughs> oh, well, no. I feel like she was trying to tell the truth. I just felt like, whoa. I feel like she's telling the truth, too. We didn't get in major trouble, but he definitely didn't. He's like, you know, if, if you lie, it, it only hurts you, not me. <laughs> and she was like... <laughs> no, it actually didn't. <laughs> nah, I don't like it. If they caught her during the test looking at it, yep, I get it. Demerit the crap out of her. Well, they didn't. They I, didn't. I'm going to try to get more to the I'll bottom go, of I'll it. I'll go up there. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be cool. In my mind, like in theory, I would, but I'm really not. I don't have time really. But I'm on your daughter's side. Justice for Sashira. Right. Well, and I'm not. We're we decided we're not going to give extra punishment at home because 15 demerits. I'd reward her. <laughs> no. Yeah, I would. Okay, right. Go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's a stand-up comedian, and he's doubtful of a medium. Bobby Bones. Nice job. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, I just want to say this. I'm very looking forward to Monday's show because we're booking a guest. And we book a lot of unconventional guests on this show, especially musically. But there's a band called Dashboard Confessional. And it's actually it's one guy, really. His name's Chris. But he's going to come in and play. 
Did you know what? this? No, I didn't. And, and so I've amazing. asked for Vindicated, which is this. Oh man! Is he going back to college? Scuba Steve, he's playing, right? Yeah, I believe this is one of the ones he's doing. He's doing two songs. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be amazing! Yeah, just him solo and acoustic. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. Isn't that awesome? That's yeah. really cool. So that should be on Monday's show. If everything, listen, he could cancel and go. Oh, I'm not feeling well. Whatever. Morgan, do you even know who Dashboard Professional is? Yeah, I do. Okay. It, they had one really big song, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Do you remember? No. Yeah. Uh, they all blend together. All the What's pop the other one he's doing, too. Scuba? Do you know? Because I've asked for a couple. It's okay if you don't know. I'll just bring it up later. But he's going to be on Monday. That's awesome. Well, oh, not this Monday. The next Monday. Okay. Well, there you go. I thought he was coming in early. Oh, now I'm sad again because I got to <laughs> oh, wait a week. But he is coming in not this Monday, but next Monday. That's awesome. Mark your calendars. Put Woo! it in your phone. Dashboard confessional. All right. That's what's up. Thank you, guys. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Whoa, whoa, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend doesn't like country music whatsoever. The only thing that he hates more than country music is live country music. I've taken him to a few country concerts, and he literally has pain face the entire time. It's fine when I just go without him. Now, we've been dating for a year. It really hasn't been an issue until now. I want tickets to Watershed Festival later this summer. I assumed he wouldn't want to go, so I invited one of my longtime guy friends to go with me, who is a huge country music fan. <laughs> What? Stuck yeah. it to him. <laughs> but another dude. Too. I know, it's you know. crazy. My boyfriend got upset. I don't think it's because I didn't invite him, but because I invited another guy. We're just friends and have been for years, so I think it's no big deal. But now he wants to go with me, but I know he's going to be miserable. What would you do in this situation? Take the boyfriend and be miserable or stand my ground and go with my friend? Signed, Jill in Washington. <laughs> well, it's always tricky to invite a member member of the opposite sex if you haven't been together a long time it, they've been together a year that's okay. I would need to know for sure that you hadn't like done anything with that dude too like I get it your friends now but have you ever made out have you I'm just guessing they probably have but even at some point bones even not though say, say like let's just put this in our terms like uh, you find a friend that likes to go to Razorback games it's a girl mm -hmm. yes, Caitlin no. doesn't like going to Razorback games you I would never I would never exactly capital N never never I would I would never so but I'm just trying to they're only been together for a year a year's a long time yeah it's fine <laughs> I would never do that me either man I don't care how long <laughs> I would only invite the opposite sex if I, if the, he, my boyfriend was coming with me. Yeah. Or my wife. Right, or, right. And even then, she needs to be super cool with them too, like be friends. Because I don't want to drag her into a situation where she's with somebody that's annoying to her. I don't know. I just don't she think can it's still a, go to concerts with her like girlfriend. I just don't think it's a good idea. Do you but, think it would be a little bit different if she had asked him and he said no, but you know, take a friend and she then she takes the... I think if she runs it by him and goes, hey, I'm going to... Not runs it by him for permission, but make sure he doesn't freak out before right. you invite the other person. And if he says take a friend, he means a girlfriend. A girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> philosophically, I have no problem with this, but I'm telling you I would never do this. <laughs> <laughs> I just never do. You're just inviting so much trouble because he's upset already. He's going to be even more upset once you get back. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, what you guys do? You guys hook up? It's just going to be nonstop. <laughs> so I'm going to say, well, you've already invited the guy friend. It's mm -hmm. going to be tough to uninvite him. But I'd probably be like, 
I need to have my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I think the guy would understand. Uh, yeah. Lunchbox? Listen, you guys live life all wrong. This dude is so insecure. If he's that insecure, then get rid of him. I don't understand what's wrong with going with someone of the opposite sex. If your friend likes country music, he should be happy you found someone to go with. Like, go I agree ahead. philosophically. Oh. But I don't think you should cut someone just because of an insecurity. Like, my wife, she wants to go to a concert with a dude. Go ahead. I did. Wasn't she, like, drinking wine with some dude? She was drinking wine and cheese on the porch with some dude. While you were at work. Yeah, when I was at work, they were two bottles of wine. They were like, oh, oh, oh. They were surprised you came home. (laughs) They were two bottles of wine. He jumped out the window, right? No, they were on the front porch, man. (laughs) Like, I don't care. Like, I ain't worried about it. Like, if she told me, hey, I'm going to see a concert and I'm taking Billy Bob. All right, have fun with Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm not worried about it. Like I just wouldn't. I agree. Philosophically, in theory, everything, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I think you should tell your boyfriend, hey, I should have asked you first, do you want to go? Yeah. And then take it. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yeah you heard that right a real person get the customer service you deserve with discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card hey it's bobby bones want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with saint jude i mean you guys are changing lives you guys are saving lives saint jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, you know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Amy, what happened to you? So I had to send work an invoice for something and I put it together and it was for $210. Like an expense? It's sort of, but it's a little bit different. They wanted me to send it as a invoice. Okay. And so I did $210. Yeah. 
Then I get an email from accounting or I don't know who. And they're like, hey, we're going to need a W-9 and a little bit more information about this $21,000. And I was oh. like, somebody added some zeros. They were going to pay you $21,000? <laughs> I don't know yet. I still don't even. I, I still don't even have it resolved. This is very fresh. I went back. I thought, oh no, did I add some zeros? Because that would be embarrassing. But I went back and no, I sent two hundred and ten. Let me write this down. Okay, two hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. So all they did is move the decimal point one place. I don't know who did it. It turns into a comma. Is, if you move but, the decimal point one place and that decimal point turns into a comma, it turns into $21,000. Oh, and uh, a lot of money. so then I, I'm like, well, so do I just send over my W9 and see what happens? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, not mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, because you have to pay it back. I know. It, well, or I was like, is this a mistake or is is this something? <laughs> is it a sign? Because you oh, love signs. Oh, yeah. yeah, You can interpret this as a sign. If there's something that you've been wondering, should I buy this? This is a sign, Amy, that you should get this money and buy it. For 21000 what am I buying? My point is, when you look for signs, you're always looking for something. Like, you won't make a sign happen. I know. But in this case, I think it's just somebody's major error. And I'm thinking, when else does this go wrong? And people do not say something or catch it, which obviously I've already sent an email trying to figure it out. How did you reply? I just said, uh, can... WTF? Okay, no. (laughs) Well, first I asked for more information based on why they were sending me that. Because then I didn't want to totally rule myself out for the (laughs) $21,000 in case for some crazy, wild, bizarre reason I'm owed that from something over time. (laughs) You know you're not, though. I know, but I still want to figure it out. <laughs> so I I just know that I was at the wrong. And trust me, I will handle it accordingly because, yes, I don't want to pay it back and I want to do the right thing. But I thought if this happened to Lunchbox, 100%, he'd be like, here is my W-9. Thank you. But it's going to get taken back. Not necessarily. Like Amy said, maybe they realize they do owe her 21000 and Amy's the moron that thought it was only $210. <laughs> So maybe but Amy's I think the, she knows the difference in like what she needs to invoice the company for. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe she did the math wrong. Mm. Amy does a lot of things wrong sometimes. She wasn't mm. paying attention. Oh, boy. The companies had to reach out to me. It's been a couple years where they're like, hey, we've paid you a little too much in talent fees over the past four months. We need to take it back a certain amount of $1,000. And I'm like, wait, what? Because when they did it little by little, it wasn't super noticeable. I'm just like, oh, I must have had a good month. And, you know, doing commercials for people and them getting there. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But then when they want it all back at once, that stinks. What did you tell them? You do feel that. What do you tell them? Money gone. Yes, sir. Money gone. Sorry. Yes, sir. May I have another? You know, (laughs) that's what it is. Let us know what they say. It'd it'd be awesome if it worked out where they were like, no, we demand you take $21,000. Oh, it'd be awesome. It's like, what in the world? Which it does remind me of the time that I did get a significant bump in my paycheck and I couldn't figure out why. And then I reached out and did some investigating and turns out I wasn't paid for something for an entire year. And then they they were like, oh, we recognize this mistake. So now we're just putting it on this one paycheck. And I was like... You didn't pay me for an entire year. You know, that's happened with us too, where Scuba d- d- goes and does an inventory of stuff I should have been paid for. And he's like, they never paid you for this. And then they're like, oh, oh yeah, we forgot. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll get right over to you. We'll get, sorry about that. We, 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 we. Yeah, you got to be watching. Also, that's, this is just a reminder to everybody to like pay close attention. Man, if you get that money, it takes all the big fancy dinner there. Come on. Yeah. That's all extra money. Yeah, I'm ordering orders. Yeah. Appetizers, oh, <laughs> dessert. All right, good luck, Amy. Mm hmm.
I just wonder what they're going to say and if they just moved a period to a comma in one spot. That's what it looks like there. They just entered it in wrong. Yeah, it has to be. Do you invoice on the paper or do you invoice them on an email? Email. Oh, you think I mailed in a... I don't know. I get invoices all the time in paper form. Oh, yeah, but no, I, I didn't. Honestly, I just had to create one. I, I don't it. really invoice people. Lunch is starting to invoice them right now <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. for random things. Okay, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Colin Doran, he owns the Homemade Cafe in Berkeley, California, and he's always wanted to do this thing. It's like free breakfast for anyone in need to help just people that can't eat. So he never really got started until the pandemic hit. He said this is the perfect time to start this program. So he started the Everybody Eats program. You grab a coupon at the front of the restaurant, you claim it, you get a free breakfast, two eggs, home fries, and toast. The only thing that's required is a thank you. And then the customers, they can donate five bucks too at the end of their meal, and that kind of helps the program live. And since this thing started, 200 meals a month he's been giving to homeless people. Oh, wow. I would bet you too that most people give more than five bucks. Yeah, I would absolutely. bet you that most people are giving more than is required so that allows the people that don't have it right now to continue eating and probably for a long time. He was also worried too that like doing this could kill business a little bit like hurt just kind of the income coming in but it's actually uh, seeing a 5% increase in business. But also who eats home fries for breakfast bro? Like I like <laughs> it's awesome. Like, like what's yeah, home fries? What is that? It's french fries. It's like potato fries, isn't it? Well, no. Home fries are like the little cubed things. Okay. They're like a hash brown. Oh, that's uh, breakfast, dude. That's, isn't that a, a mm. cube brown? I call <laughs> It's like a the little square triangle. Why are you I'm, hating on home fries? I'm looking at them. I wouldn't want french fries for breakfast, so they shouldn't call them fries. Amy's absolutely right. Yeah. They're just potatoes. They're not fries. Okay, here's my problem then. Stop calling them fries. So just eggs and potatoes and toast? Eggs, potatoes, and toast. That's a breakfast. <laughs> Who knew that was called a home fry? Well, I did because at Magnolia Cafe, that's what I would get for breakfast there. Home fries. Did you guys know that? No, I had no clue. What would you call those little potatoes? Potatoes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Potato, breakfast potatoes. Okay. Yeah, put ketchup on them. That's how you do it. Great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm going to go over and talk to Josh, who lives in Kentucky. Hey, I'm going to give you a chance to win a Sonic gift card, Josh. We're going to play this game. It's a music game, and you can pick Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie to represent you. And if your representative wins, you win. And it's the top 10 highest grossing tours of all time. Okay? And I'm going to play a little music. We're going to do that. But who would you like to represent you, Josh? Uh... Obviously, Lunchbox, my hero. What? That's what I'm talking about. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to go name that tune style, where the song will start from the very beginning. Oh, gosh. You buzz in with your name. We'll stop the song immediately. Mm. If you miss it, we'll play that song from where it started. The next person can buzz in. Okay? So we're looking for the artist. You can say the song and then get to the artist, but we're looking for the artist. These are the biggest tours of all time. Top 10 highest grossing tours of all time. All right, here we go. Number 10. Here we go. Hit it. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. ABBA. Incorrect. Here we go. Amy. Amy. Harry Styles. Correct. As it was, Harry Styles. ABBA. You know, it did have a 70s kind of feel to it. Yeah, it does. Okay, here we go. Number... Lunchbox. Eddie. That's ACDC. Dang it. That's correct. Good job. Number nine, that made $442 million, wow. 2008, 2010. Okay, here we go. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Pink Floyd. 
That's another brick in the wall part two. I'll accept it. It's the the tour is Roger Waters, but it's a Pink Floyd song, so I'm gonna go yes. That comes in on the list at number eight, four hundred fifty-nine million. You got the song right too. We don't need no education. It's all tied up. Yeah. Wow. Okay, here we go. Next one up. Eddie. Eddie. Four play. Yeah. Made 524 million bucks. That song is yellow. I'm in the lead. Need that too. You got to go fast. Here we go. Next one. Amy. Amy. Rolling Stones. Correct. That is Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. They made $547 million. Okay, top five now. Eddie Whoa. 2, Amy 2, Lunchbox 1. Here we go. The next one. Eddie. That's, I'm going to go. It's a draw. Yeah. Ah. Um, Since we're the same, can we flip a coin? Yeah, I'll flip can a we coin. Just both. Here we go. Heads or tails? Tails. Heads. Amy? Oh. Leonard Skinner. Incorrect. Oh, Eddie. Uh, Guns N' Roses. I Correct. already forgot. I in again. Yeah, because once Amy missed it, it was open. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Three left. Dang it. Amy, you got a Lunchbox, you got a score. I got a score, baby. Josh needs you. Okay, here we go. Eddie. Eddie. You too. Yeah. Oh, my Dang God. Dang it. That's what I was waiting for. Come on. Now you got to think this is the biggest tours ever. I was waiting for that one. Well, it was so there. Yeah. I didn't know that song. All right. We have two left. Amy, you have to get both these two to tie. Yeah. Dang it. Here we go. Cheering. Correct. Last one. Amy, if you get this, you tie and we go to sudden death. Okay. Here we go. The final one. Go. Lunchbox. Yeah. What? Hey. What? Elton John. Well, what yeah. sucked is Ray hit the song after Lunchbox hey, said yes. it. I mean, like, so, he shouldn't be able to hear it, yeah. That, that's correct. That's a user error. Ray hit the song after he yelled. So you cannot have that one. So I guess it, the game just has to end. With me, the winner? Yeah. That's a, oh, that's, no. Which, which is what he wanted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait. I know. I want to recap it. Yeah, any other songs, Ray, at all? Just pull up a random song. So, well, this will be the Elton John, the biggest tour of all time. Woo! That's crazy. Made 853 million bucks. But we're just going to do a random song. <laughs> all right. Lunchbox, you're eliminated. No, 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 no. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you just cheated on that one. So, no havoc will be wreaked. All right. And <laughs> go. What? Well, listen for a little bit. Jag makes good ways. Eddie. Jag makes John Party. Incorrect. Morgan Wallen. It's Tyler Hubbard. Oh, yeah. But, that's good not, oh, that's yeah, yeah, God yeah, yeah, made the yeah. good stuff. No, it's five foot nine. <laughs> He's telling you what it is. <laughs> I know, but that line is in there. Eddie wins. Yeah. Nice job, Eddie. Dang it. What a weird game that, that was. was. So weird. Okay, well, Josh, you did not win. You picked Lunchbox. He not only lost last place, he cheated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry you didn't win, Josh, but is there anything you'd like to say while we have you here? Yeah, yeah, I heard uh, you talk about Stanley, your bulldog. Yes, sir. We, uh, we have a bulldog ourselves, and he had tons of, like, issues, like, with his joints and hair. And uh, my wife switched him over to a raw diet. This dude gets a whole chicken ground up in a grinder with no feathers, and he eats it raw twice a day. 
Raw. And, uh, and that's okay. Same raw. Raw, raw chicken? Are you sure? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, chicken, turkey, and duck. And that's healthy? Has no allergies. Because if it's healthy, I'll, yeah, I'll, it, I'll run it too. Yeah, research it. I will. Uh, my wife knows all about it. I guess supposedly the dog has a smaller gut, so it doesn't have time to like give them any bacteria. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and this dog ain't even the same dog. Here's and I'm sure your dog's got gas, right? You know, he's not very farty, honestly. The only bulldog, he snores like crazy, but he's not very farty. Those are two things bulldogs are, snorey and farty. Not very farty. <laughs> uh, here's what I'm going to do. I like this guy. He did bring us something. It's like a gift. Yeah. So we're going to give him the gift of the prize he would have won. So we're still going to give him the $50 Sonic gift card. Okay. Yes, yes, awesome. yes, yes, yes. All right. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, thank you. And Josh, hope you have a good day. Stay on the phone. We're going to get you your prize. Okay, buddy? Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the news. I'm going to research that as I well. That, yeah, I'm not sure you need to grind up raw chicken. Well, I'm about to research it and see. Okay. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. A big weekend for Abby, our... Phone screener, producer, she does it all because she has her her show, her acoustic plan on top of a hotel show. What? Yeah, she (laughs) booked her gig. I booked her gig. Well, you made a contact, but I think she booked the gig. Mm. 
Why did he just say what? Like he's surprised. He's the one that wanted me I to have you, the and gig. And I thought you booked a gig so you would know yeah, when did. it was. No, no, no one has told me a date. Oh. But then, then you didn't book the gig. Anyway, I'm not fighting semantics here. <laughs> Abby, you excited? I am. Yeah. And it's Taylor Swift weekend. She's here on Friday and Saturday, so I think it's going to be really busy. And do you play by yourself? Um, Chad, the guitar player, he's going to be playing the guitar and I'll sing. And how long do you play? Uh, just two hour sets. Sets? Yeah. Each night? Uh-huh. Where's Let's just say where the place is. It's Luna. So it is um, the Grand Hyatt. It's like the rooftop bar. It's like one of the tallest. It is the tallest rooftop bar in Nashville. Wow. So, so the Grand Hyatt is a hotel here. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. On Broadway. Is. Okay. And then on the rooftop, there is a bar called Luna. Yes. And you'll be playing from what time to what time? Five to seven each what's, day. What's the first song you play in your set list? You know? I'll probably do. Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, any man of mine, Shania Twain. Nice. Marmy Down is there. I will be there Friday. <laughs> but go like the of the half hours. Go like the fourth half hour. No, no, five. No, I'll be there, there right five p.m. Because you're gonna harass her by even by doing nothing. She's gonna know you're there to record her. It's there's just that's unneeded nervousness for her. Yes. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then she wants me to play um, my contact. She was like, do a lot of Taylor Swift, too. So <laughs> I got to brush up on my Taylor Swift. Oh. And there's also going to be one I'm going to dedicate to Lunchbox. It's mean. Oh, that's a good one. Because you're a liar and pathetic. <laughs> and all you are is mean. Yeah. Do you know it yet? That song? Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. Okay, we're excited. And Lunchbox, be good. Be nice. I'll be there Friday. Hey, Abby, here's the thing. I just want to be real with you. And I, I've never done this before on a spill the tea, but Lunchbox wants to spill the tea. I just need to show you what the tea is before I say it. In an unprecedented move of spilling the tea. Well, you're going to reveal the tea yes, before? Yes, because I feel like this is so personal that if it's true, I feel like it's dirty bringing it up. But if it's true, I don't want to say it on the air. I, I have no idea, but this is making me really nervous. But it's, I'm not going to say it on the air. So how are oh, you going to tell show her right I'm now? I'm going to show her, yeah, okay. on a piece of paper. Okay. Because hey, this there's, is good. There's a, there's almost like an integrity you have to have to be a part of Spill the Tea. Like you have to have some integrity to not like reveal dirty, ugly, or super private stuff. Like you can't go Spill the Tea, I'm going to get Bobby's home address. You couldn't do <laughs> that. Oh, right, right, right. Right? Or, I'm going to spill the tea. I know he's been hiding it, but Scuba Steve's social security number, 638. You can't do... There is a level of spill the tea. But when you saw this tea, you're like, holy crap, right? No. I'm like, Abby, just come in the room. Can I just automatically say no? <laughs> yes, you can say no. We'll not We'll not say anything about well, it. Take a look-see. Take a look-see. Look yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You can't automatically without seeing it. Let's spill the tea. Now, I know. You already see it on the screen. Look on my screen though first. He took a picture of your phone. Oh my gosh. He Are you so, kidding so he took me? A, Are you... He took a picture of your phone, which is not cool. Uh, 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 hold on. Uh, uh, uh. She left the phone sitting in front of me. That not doesn't my mean fo- that you can take a picture my of your phone. I he, w- it wasn't like I was and snooping. he wants to say this. <laughs> you can say that. It's not true? Well, no, it's not true. Okay. You, go, you can. Oh, okay. Okay, so whatever it is, it's not true. Let's go then. I'm going to let her walk back to the microphone. Mm. That's weird. Abby's walking out of the room. <laughs> Abby's walking back to the microphone. She's in the glass room. Abby, okay. So you saw. Are, is it okay that he talks about this? Yeah, but I can't believe he took a picture of my phone. That, <laughs> That's what really annoys me. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry you left your phone in, sitting in front no, of me. Invasive, intrusive, both. You, uh, you can't be taken. 
Oh, if well, you're on the toilet right in front of me. I took a picture of you sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. No, nice. you can't do that. Uh, one more time, Ray, with spill the tea. Here we go. Let's spill the tea. Lunchbox, what would you like to spill the tea on? Abby is in love slash dating Nate Smith. <laughs> what? Guys, he came in a week ago, whatever, whatever many days ago it was. And you look at Abby back in the glass room, and she has moved across the room, and look at her smile and her eyes staring at him as he performs. Like, she has posted up, and she is melting into the wall. But that's different as, than she's dating Hold on. And that looks like she's enjoying a concert. Hold on. Yes. She doesn't do that with most people. But Nate Smith, she has made it a fact. She interviewed him. Then, 20 minutes after Nate Smith leaves, she left her phone sitting here. And what Which you shouldn't up. have gotten into. No, I didn't get into it. She left it. But okay, front- but still, you can't. You shouldn't take a picture of what you see on the phone and then share it with people. I didn't. I just shared it with you. This is spilling the tea. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. And she gets a text message from Nathan. And then two minutes later, another one from Nathan. <laughs> so you're telling me, you're telling me that at 20 minutes after he leaves, he texts her and that ain't something? Wait, is Nathan it, Nate? Yeah, is that true? I mean. How do you know Nathan's Nate? Yeah. I I mean, guys. No, no. How do you know Nathan is Nate? I don't call him Nathan. Yes, that's because his professional name is Nate Smith. Mm-hmm. Nate is short for Nathan. Yeah, I know that, but Lunchbox is short for Lunchboxian, and we don't call you that. <laughs> and so, I mean, the fact that she has him in is Nathan. Like, okay, Abby, uh, response to Wow. This. All I can say is, you know what happens in the, when you assume? <laughs> that's not, no. That's not it. Is Nathan Nate? No, no. It's not Nate Smith. It's a different that's Nathan. That's insane. Oh, that is just a... Wow. You're sorry? You're Just sorry? a random coincidence oh. that a But yes, Nathan, that would be... Well, a random coincidence would be... That's what it is. That's yeah. that, so there would be no so what we found out is... Maybe that's just random or that's a coincidence. It's a random coincidence. It's a super random Okay. <laughs> so if you put the puzzle pieces together after spilling the tea, we find out that she couldn't date Nate Smith, so she found a Nathan to date. <laughs> right. No. She can address that however she wants. But, Abby, are you saying that Nate Smith is not Nathan in your phone? It is not Nate Smith. Okay. And are you upset that Lunchbox took a picture of your phone? Yes. And the text that you got and shared them with the studio? Yes. Why would you do that? It was probably upside down. Did you pick it up and look at it? No, it's literally. Her? No, it's face up. No, it doesn't, I, it, Abby, it doesn't matter. Don't give him a way to get out okay, of this. Okay. But then like, do you like, have it where the text just show up for the person's name or you can actually see some of the text? Ooh, good question. I don't know, because I thought it was just like facial recognition, but maybe you, it No, did. no, it, it's just on the lock screen, and it says, okay. new message, Nathan. Know, we spilled the tea. And, and, and when Abby I, just did her hands on. like, stop. When, when, oh. no, so when I gonna, started doing this, Morgan glared back at Abby like, uh-oh, like, she's lying to us. Like, Morgan just gave her a look. No, she, she no I was not. checking on Abby. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, she was she's like, listen, friend. there's three girls in the studio. I'm checking I'm on saying, Abby. Like, I, you're stressing did, her out. Did you you I'm not going to think that Lunchbox understands t- the communication between two women. <laughs> she just two. admitted it. She did look I, back there. Checking on and Abby. I checked on her too because this is very well, personal. This is getting awkward. Yeah, you, like, okay, you took a picture of her phone, and like that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know what information is showing up on there, and what if this Nathan is saying something personal, and now not only have you taken a picture, but you have it, you sent it to Bobby, and, and now I other people have it. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to post it on social media. No, you're not. Yeah. Okay, look, Abby, I'm sorry this happened. Mm-mm. You're not dating Nate Smith. No, Nate, I'm not. Nathan in your phone is not Nate Smith, and Lunchbox is wrong for what he did. Again, and if you'd like to. In the next couple of days, suggest a punishment mm-hmm. for this oh, breach of. Oh. You let us know. Okay, I'll okay. be thinking. Mm-hmm. The jury will listen to what you have to say. Love it. Okay, don't you feel like that's 
inappropriate about what he did and punishable. And yes. he takes pictures yes. of my computer all the time no, and you guys have it, no problem with it. It's punishable. I mean, I'm just taking pictures of the room. Your it, computer happens, happens to be, to be right there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was taking a picture of the room. Phone happened to be in it. But it's bikini girls versus somebody's personal life. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> he's got nothing. He's got nothing. Okay. The end. Okay, thank you. Abby, I'm very sorry that happened. Oh, yeah. Thank okay. you. All mm-hmm. right. A voicemail from Angel in Texas. I was just wanting to get Bobby's opinion as a shoe guy. What is the deal with Champion? How it used to be the Walmart brand, like when we were growing up, and now it's super expensive and sought after. Um, I just don't know what the deal is with that. I would love to see a Champion documentary or something. What are your thoughts? Champion's done a great job. It kind of reinventing itself. That being said, you can still get it in a Walmart or a Target, but there's a, it's like a higher quality champion that costs more money. Oh, I didn't know that. So you could actually, again, go to Walmart and get champion and people would just be like, dang, they got the champion stuff. It's good. And act like you got the good stuff. Mm. There's really no difference. Like I've got a couple champion hoodies and sweatshirts and I just wish I would have went to Walmart. That's a good brand, but yes, they have now marketed it and cool people, if cool people wear it, then they can go, oh, we're cool again, so let's sell it cooler. It's like New Balance. New Balance was just like a dad shoe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like straight up. But then New Balance got really cool. But that, the thing is, now New Balance is jacking up their prices of probably 40% of their inventory. Like this, the cool shoes of it. You can still get New Balance at just any runner store for, you know, 80, 90 bucks, the same. But you can also get New Balance for four and $500 mm. now, too. So it's pretty cool that people can do dual. Because again, you could go buy the eighty-five dollar ones, which, I mean, that's not a nickel. That is, it's real money. But and people would just assume if they know anything about shoes that maybe those are the four hundred dollar ones. So that's it. They just are hitting kind of dual price areas at the same time. I don't have any champion shoes though. I don't feel like they make the best shoes. I did have champion shoes when I was younger because that's what we got at Walmart. Yeah. But yeah, champion did a great job. Champion used to be super cool, and then it went to not that cool, and then now it's cool again. What goes up must come down. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you, Angel. Here is Chris in Virginia. I was just curious uh, about would Bobby still own uh, Ray's Yeah, and um, if he does, does he ever plan on doing anything with that? I still own Ray's Yeah. I bought it from him for 100 bucks or so. Or did I pay more? Uh, It was in the hundreds, something like that. I think we negotiated. So he can still use it, but I own it. But you own that forever. Yeah, I own his voice doing it. Wow. Like an NFT. We recorded it. I own it. He can't do it without my permission. If I ever shut it down, that's it. He can't do it. But I, I let him go right now. Just he's, let him- he's leasing it from me with a smile. <laughs> he's paying with smiles. Okay. Yes. Yeah! See, there you go. But I own that. I paid for that. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. 
And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Here's Amy's pile of stories. People are feeling stressed and overwhelmed when they have too many tabs or windows open on their browser, just like they feel stressed at home if there's too much clutter. And I'm like, this makes sense. And now I'm this person. I have so many tabs open, and now I realize why sometimes my computer stresses me out. I can understand having a couple tabs open if you needed to go back and forth from tab to tab. Mm -hmm. But why are yours open? Because my assumption is it's not because of that. Every time I need something, open a new no. tab. Oh, you just forget <laughs> about the rest. Right. I leave, leave that open, leave it open, leave it open. And then I leave them open all the time. And then even at night when I shut, like I close my computer, I open them back up. All my tabs are right there. And then this is Do why you I shut think, your computer down. You know, I think I probably should more, but it seems to me oh, well, like that's a question. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is why my computer's probably running slow. Yeah. But also it could help just de-stress me. The simple act of closing out all the tabs. Yeah, your phone has a lot of red dots, emails, that texts. That's just your out. life, though, you know? But I am not a... Uh, my home is not cluttered okay. at all. I'm very neat and organized at home. I, I love... about physically. To, I love to distract myself from life by cleaning and organizing and vacuuming. Yeah, I think you're a clean person. Physically, a lot of clean stuff. Right. <laughs> Mentally, yeah. a lot of open tabs. My laptop has no open tabs, just one. However... One... Just the one I'm using. That unless, makes I, sense. unless I'm going AB with like a message board, if I'm on like a Razorback message board and I'm checking like state. <laughs> Sometimes I'll fact check those idiots just to be like, that's not true. So what about Google Docs? You don't have multiple open? <laughs> no, I have them saved in my favorites. So I click and go to it. Okay. But I don't have multiple open. Smart. But my phone, I will say this. Sometimes you can't see when they're open. Oh, so, yeah, you got to so swipe have, up. Sometimes I'll have a bunch of those just because I don't even know that there are multiples running. Yeah. But that's accidental. And then when I see it's a lot, I throw my phone away and buy a new phone. <laughs> that's too much. I'm just like, I can't do it anymore. All right, what else? Uh, artists that have inspired the most tattoos. Who do you think is at number one? Johnny Cash. No. Elvis. Uh, nope, nope. Think more recent. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm just thinking all the time. Adele. Uh, Adele. She could oh, I'm thinking only country artists. Amy, give us a better frame here. Okay, so... All pop. Is it pop, country, what? Pop. 
Okay. Then I'm going to go. Hmm. I mean, Bieber. There is one country person. Yeah, Bieber's person. good. That's a good answer. Dang. Yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, T they're, Swift. They're, oh, that's a good one, too. Let's just kill this game right now. <laughs> Justin, well. Justin Jesse and McCartney. Harry. Oh. <laughs> Justin and Harry, they're at the top searches for like, should I get this person tattooed or what should I get? And then the top that are posted on Instagram, BTS. Yeah, I see it. K-pop, massive. And Pink. I don't understand what they're saying. Massive, yeah. Pink Floyd? Yeah, from the 70s. That's older. Slipknot? All in all, it's just the another brick in the wall. Slipknot? Uh, wow. Hardcore. Is that no, that's not Slipknot. Oh, dang it. Uh, it's close. And then rounding out the top five posted on Instagram, Tupac and Nirvana. So mostly old school. Yeah. And they're already dead, so they can't disappoint you more. You already oh, right, know what right. they've gotten themselves into. <laughs> like that woman who had all of our names tattooed on her arm. Mm. Odds are one of us is going to jail. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Just of all, one of us is going to jail. <laughs> so it's probably Ray for some reason. I don't know why or Lunchbox, but yes. All right, what else? Does anybody have a musician tattooed what? here? No. A band? Uh, no. Uh, Mike does. Mike, Mike does. Has some... A band no one's ever heard of. Yeah. I think he made it up just to be like, <laughs> hey, Mike D, your band on your shoulder is what? Lemuria, my favorite band of all time. <laughs> and was that a band that was like your high school? In college days. It's also a representative of that period of my life, kind of like the listener. No, no. I mean, was it a band that was at your high school? No, never heard no, of no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> got it. Lemuria. Yeah. Are they still around? Yeah. Okay. Do they still play music? Uh, they're on a so break. Why he's walking to the bank. Uh, the other one. <laughs> they're on a break. They're on a break right now, but they put out a new album maybe like a few years ago. How long of a break? Like three, yeah, like three years. Why? Is, why is Lunchbox growing? Is there a big interest in them getting back together? Yeah, I think yeah. one of them just had a kid. Mm-hmm. You ever <laughs> met them? Yeah. You ever been to their house for dinner? No. Okay. <laughs> Did you show them the tattoo? They seen it. Yeah. Hmm. Were they weirded out? No. Hmm. Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Why are they making me feel weird? <laughs> I'm just saying, I do going to It's a cool know. tattoo. It's a cool, it is a cool tattoo. It makes me look cool. With and it. you know what? You got it a, a long time ago. Yeah, like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Before he got. <laughs> Mike now is like smart and cool and like. Uh-oh. Saying I was dumb when I got the tattoo. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, it's huge. It's huge. Does anybody have a raging idiot tattoo that you know of? No, and I would be. I would now say, please don't. I'll pay you not to do that. Well, I know, but they, people have done the show. I just didn't know if at a concert nah. people have been like, check it out, Eddie and Bobby. Mm, not that we know. Of. Just names, but no. I have a microphone tattoo from the Radio Hall of Fame. I got my mom and grandma. I got a C for Caitlin. I have a Dancing with the Stars. Word says Mirror Ball. Small. That should be it, huh? But no That's bands. True. No bands. All right. What else? Well, BB Rexa and Dolly Parton recorded a song called Seasons, but it's not the first song that BB pitched to Dolly. Originally, she asked if she would record a song with her about heaven and hell, and Dolly wrote her a handwritten note saying that she could not sing a song about heaven and hell and her reasons why she didn't want to. So eventually they settled on seasons. But it made me think of you, Bobby, which hell you can say because it's a place. Only a place, but I wouldn't use it in the context of meaning using it as a word, as a descriptive for how bad or hard something is. Right. But I was thinking if an artist came to you and said, hey, I got this idea for this song, but it's got the D word in it. You'd be like, which D word? Dog? I'm in. The ones like, you know, that we hear like, damn. Oh my my goodness. (laughs) 
Right. Dios mío. Like uh, Scotty McCreary. What if he came to you and was like, hey, I got this I song. Do it. Damn straight. Right. I wouldn't do it. You, and you What's odd is I've been asked to be in songs by people like, and I just won't do it because it's a joke. Eddie and I, our band, we've raised a lot of money for charity. We've made a decent amount of money, but it's a, it's a fun joke band. I don't, we don't think we should be, but an artist will go, hey, do you want to be in this song? Like you can do it, you can rap in it or you can like sing a little. And I'm like, guys, no. Yeah, you should fun. say yes to that. Yeah, I just can't do it. You could bust out Captain Caucasian. Mm-hmm. I know I could, mm-hmm. but I don't think it will be good. <laughs> and I just rhyme like there. Right there. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. She's 92 years old. Her name is Mary Silvestri, and she always wanted to be a rockette. She wanted to audition back in the day, but she couldn't get to New York City. She didn't have the money. She would have had to go alone. But again, she's 92 and has always said, I just wish I would have had my chance. Her family shared the story with the Rockettes. I don't know how. I think they emailed Rockettes.com. No idea. <laughs> Rockettes, so how do you, what do you think about? Yeah, high-kicking New York Radio City A whole musical. bunch of them, yeah. yeah. The big hats on. Dressed the same. Yeah, they're conf- that and like Carmen Miranda. Do you know who that is with all the fruit, all the fruit on, on top yeah, of her head? Those kind of confuse me sometimes. <laughs> what? I get those mixed up. But okay. yeah, yeah, the Rockettes. So she went and she practiced with them. She learned from them. Again, she's 92 years old. She did some kicks, but I would say they're more like flicks. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what mine look like hard. right now. She's 92 years old, but it's a super cool video to watch because you can see she's so excited and she's wanted to do it her whole life. And a big shout out to the Rockettes. This whole thing was on GMA because they went through a whole like lesson and process and she didn't make it. Guys, sorry. Oh, Sadly, she man. didn't make the actual but crew. Still, yeah, that would be amazing. What would? To go do that. I mean, I've been a part of kick routines before. It's just... It- I'm good on dancing forever. <laughs> You're retired? Forever. Like, when I see her training in this room, because I was in those rooms for oh, hours and hours, it's like PTSD type mm-hmm. stuff. Where Probably. I'm like, oh, just awesome experience when I did it overall. But those days were really hard. And then I just was bad at it. Imagine being really bad at something every day for like 10 hours a day. Just really bad at it. And your coach, your person is trying, but there's only so much patience a person can have. Like my partner, she was patient as much as she could be, but there was a point where she's like, let's go. Come on. Why can't you get this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> if I could, I would. That's weird to picture someone having to tell you, why can't you get this? Yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, nine, 10, 11 hours a day of me being bad, bad at something. I, there was never a time where I was good at it through the whole season. It's tough. However, you won. I did win. That's tough. But big shout out to Mary Silvestri. I'd have beat her in Dancing with the Stars, Mary Silvestri. Oh, for sure. This turns into a competition. <laughs> That's 90, dude. And a big shout out to the Rockettes. It's a great video. That's what this is all about. Nice job. That was Tell Me Something Good. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.